I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. Giles, how's the service sector reacting to the slowdown in activity? Kira, to you, Charlotte. Well, we've just had a new survey out this morning showing that there was a dip in service sector activity. And, of course, services make up about two-thirds of the economy. So closely watched. Going into last year, the uh, PSI, as it's called, was down 1.7 points. Uh, from November to 52.1. Now, anything over 50 indicates that the sector is expanding. But when uh, the numbers are sliced and diced, there were falls in sales, employment and stocks, all hitting their lowest levels since February last year. BNZ senior economist Craig Ebert says accommodation services, cafes and restaurants led the expansion, but there are headwinds on the horizon. By far the most was a category called cultural, recreation, and personal, and that's in turn related to some of these, you know, events that you can hold. It's related to the restrictions, or the COVID restrictions that are now not there. In fact, that uh, component registered a, a maximum 100, which is quite rare for any component of the PSI. So that's a raging way as well. But on the other side, we've you know weakness um, still coming through retail uh, and also wholesale. Craig Ebert expects service sector activity will continue to ease in the coming months as consumers look to rein in their spending in the face of rising interest rates. And speaking of that, retail bank lending rates are on the move again, with ASB raising short-term housing loans but dropping its longer-term mortgage rates. Its five-year home loan rate is now being cut to 6.49%, which unusually puts it lower than the one-year rate of 6.84%. ASB senior economist Mark Smith says the lower long-term rate reflects the fears that a recession is coming. He says central banks are doing more now to cool inflationary pressures, and that's leaving, they hope, them less to do later on. We've got an, essentially an inverted yield curve, so essentially those longer-term rates are much lower than the short-term rates. So the most common measure is the twos, tens, and that's currently inverted by 75 basis points in New Zealand wholesale interest rates, which is extremely inverted. So in terms of what's driving those longer-term yields lower, is really, I suppose, pending recession. There's quite a lot of fear that the economy is both here and globally will slow, and that's going to really push down inflation. Well, Mark Smith says while the short-term rates are high, expectations are they may fall over the next 12 months or so. And staying with uh, credit demand, uh, mortgage applications fell just over 27% in the last quarter of 2022, driving down overall consumer credit demand in a slowing economy. Equifax New Zealand's Consumer Credit Demand Index for the three months to December shows that demand dropped nearly 8% compared with the same period a year ago. Its managing director, Angus Luffman, says the threat of further reductions in home values, looming interest rate rises and cost-of-living pressures are keeping buyers cautious. He says the decline in demand was consistent across the country, although the Whanganui region had the largest drop in inquiries of more than 31%. The Financial Markets Authority has identified a number of risks for fund managers to grapple with in the coming year. It says uh, in a review that increased regulation has reduced risks in the funds management industry to medium-low, although there are a number of emerging risks. These include investment risk for mortgage fund managers, governance risk for the managers of smaller funds, and operational risk for the managers of larger and more complex funds. The FMA Director of Investment Management, Paul Gregory, 
says the overall results of the review are encouraging, but more work's needed to ensure risks are well managed. So for a lot of people outside of a first home, and increasingly that's getting harder to do, uh, what's in their KiwiSaver and what they're investing in is, is likely their largest asset. It's certainly one of the most real ways that they engage with their futures meaningfully. So it's very, very important that these risks are well managed. Uh, and that's why licensing and supervision and being properly regulated is also important. Well, Paul Gregory says the risk to investments would probably be medium to high if there were not controls in place. 24 minutes past 12, time to catch up on financial markets and how they're performing. I'm joined by Harry Wrigley of Hobson Wealth. Kia to you, Harry. Hi, Giles. Uh, well, it was a pretty solid session on Wall Street once again. And although we dipped yesterday, generally we've had a pretty positive start to the year. Have we continued that today on the share market? Yeah, we have. So as you said, a strong night in the US has translated uh, across New Zealand. So we are up uh, a third of percent to 11,982. Uh, Rhyme and healthcare strongly trading today uh, up 4.85% to 6.05. Auckland Airport up 4 cents to $8.49. And uh, EBOS down 27 cents to 45.45. Looking across the Tasman, they're just open. What's happening on the ASX? Just open there, up 16 points, 7,474. So CBA, the owner of ASB you mentioned earlier, down 43 to 108.18. Mineral resources up 4% to 95.15. Zero up. Uh, 2.6% to 75.73. Which takes us to the currency. So the Kiwi's buying 64.92 US cents, uh, 92.36 Aussie dollars, uh, against the pound 52.43 and against the euro 59.74. Which uh, leaves us with uh, interest rates, oil and gold. Three months bank bill is 4.91. Ten-year government bond now 4.12. Brent crude is up a touch 88.15, and gold again up over a percent, uh, 1,932. Thank you very much. That's Harry Wigley from Hobson Wealth. A few other items of news this lunch hour. Auckland International Airport says total passenger traffic in November was 74% of pre-COVID levels. International passengers improved to 67% from 61% in October, while domestic traffic uh, sat around 83%, slightly down on the previous months because there was less capacity available. And it says preliminary numbers for December show the number of passengers were 75% of pre-COVID traffic with another lift in international traffic, mostly short-haul trans-Tasman and Pacific services. And staying in the aviation sector, Air New Zealand is adding another service to Shanghai as entry restrictions there have been scrapped. It will now have four Auckland-Shanghai return services a week. And the drug maker AFT Pharmaceutical has struck a distribution deal for its intravenous maxi-Gesic painkiller in northern and eastern Europe. It signed a licensing and distribution deal with a Slovenian-based company, Salus Pharmaceuticals, to distribute the drug through nine countries. 
AFT's Managing Director Hartley Atkinson says revenue in Europe's five major markets is forecast to reach 553 million US dollars by 2028. And that's triple what it was before the pandemic. And finally, leading commercial landlord Kiwi Property says sales at its mixed-use shopping centres were a record $1.7 billion in 2022, up just over a quarter on the previous year, year, which of course was COVID-affected. It says big centres such as Sylvia Park and Lynn Mall in Auckland and the Ta'awa at the base in Hamilton had 25 million visits last year. Business news will be updated for you, along with the numbers around half past five in Chuck Point. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Give her a